0: Welcome to Multiversal Q, your guide of the comic book multiverse. Now I'm podcast form, I'm Luke. And I'm Devin, and this week we're covering what if
1: Spider-Man versus Wolverine.
0: And listen, bub, it's me, the Wolfman, Logan, and I'm here to snicked, snicked at night. Are you ready, bub? Yep. So what if Spider-Man vs. Wolverine came out in 2008 which was over like two decades after the original story mm-hmm. and I'm not sure if you actually saw but I messaged Jeff Parker and Paul Tobin who were the writers on this on I did. why they did it and it was pretty much the uh, editor at the time was like hey you guys want to do this and they're, they're like, like sure, sure. <laughs> mhm Uh, the art was by Clayton Henry, the colors were by Chris Sotomayor, and Nate Piekos did the letters, and this takes place on Earth 8351 as part of our Countdown to Spider-Verse coverage. Yeah. And there's a lot of really weird things, because the first time that I read this, I had not read the initial Spider-Man vs. Wolverine. And unlike a lot of the other what-ifs, it does not set you up for anything, really. No. No, like, actually not at all. And they also introduce, like, characters who are nowhere else in Marvel.
1: And, like, honestly, half of these people weren't even in the actual storyline either.
0: Oh, yeah. They just introduced a bunch of extra characters. Which works when you look at it holistically. But, like, in that initial moment... I I had to go and skim through Spider-Man versus Wolverine. Actually, I
1: did the same thing after I finished it because it's like, oh, it's been like four or five years since I read that issue. I only vaguely remember what happened. In correction, this the part that this focuses on is not the part that I remember or ever focused on from Spider-Man versus Wolverine.
0: Yeah, well, we'll we'll get to that. We uh, start off with Nick Fury and Black Widow who are intimidating Nebo, who is also. Is it Nebo or Nebo? I don't know. Nebo sounds more Russian. Who is also known as... It is probably Nebo. It is me, Leonard Nebo. Who is also known as the Viscount. Who is also known as Nils Argent, who they have recently captured. And he is an incredibly dangerous man who trains Mm -hmm. killers. Including Alex, a CIA agent who is the sister of Charlemagne, a.k.a. Charlie, which brings us to the original Spider-Man vs. Wolverine, which was one of those, like, prestigey one-shots. And the basic premise was that Wolverine had an old friend named Charlie, who was wanted by the KGB. Spider-Man got tangled into things and was sent to cover the story along with Ned Leeds, Spider-Man, who decided to stop being Spider-Man at the time, uh, needed to track down Wolverine so we ended up more but we're or less not even talking a... about
1: why he quit being Spider-Man, Luke. It's not in the notes at all. So basically right now because he's realizing it's getting in the way of him and like his regular life because now he and Mary Jane are just friends and he got super depressed and kissed her and then she, it's like who <sighs> Shit, this is awkward. I'm gonna just quit being Spider-Man and get my life back together. I'm gonna move to Oregon. What's that, Mr. Jamison? You got a job for me in Berlin? Fine, I'll go there, I guess.
0: <laughs> Nan in das balloons floating in the Spider-Man. Cause
1: he didn't want to be just in the friend
0: zone. Yeah, uh there was a great scene where he ends up like needing a costume so he can sneak after Wolverine. And the only costume that he can get Is a red and black version Of his original costume That has mm-hmm. the spider written on it
1: No it's a die speed That
0: was on Die speed
1: No it's S-P-I-N-N-E
0: Yeah so he's back in the red and blue costume More or less Wolverine tries to chase off Spider-Man Ned Leed gets killed
1: Which is basically and... the big That's basically the big takeaway from this book That affected like mm-hmm. Spider-Man titles from there on out because Ned Leeds, as people may recall, was the person who was framed for being the Hobgoblin. And honestly, it was actually this Which issue was the one that, like, really solidified that he was not the Hobgoblin.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because they're like, oh, well, he can't be the Hobgoblin if he's dead. Because <laughs> we still want to keep using that character.
0: Mm-hmm. And they all met back at a uh, graveyard where Charlie wanted Wolverine to kill her. That way she wouldn't be tortured by the KGB. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man tried to stop Wolverine because he was in one of those, nobody dies anymore. And as they're having this like fight and Spider-Man has to like use his full strength.
1: Because it's Wolverine.
0: Charlie ends up tricking Spider-Man into hitting her with one of the uh, punches that's meant to hurt a person with metal bones. And so she ended up dying, and Wolverine ended up getting Spider-Man home, but he was haunted by her death and sort of reconnected with Mary Jane. Yep. Yep, that's the very short summary of Spider-Man vs. Wolverine. So in this world, Spider-Man, who was angry at being used, ended up never coming home, and it turned out that uh, Alex was Charlie's sister, and she had been a deep cover agent who was outed after her sister died, and Wolverine wanted a chance to make things good, so the two went on a mission to rescue her from the Russian soldiers, and while they were on that mission, Crimson Dynamo, who was pretty much the Iron version of... who was pretty much the Russian version of Iron Man.
1: is usually good, but sometimes he's not.
0: Yeah, Crimson Dynamo is... Well, I mean, that's a way that a lot of that whole Soviet... He likes to
1: fluctuate.
0: Well, there's also been a few versions of Crimson Dynamo. That's also true. And Bora, who's pretty much the Russian version of Storm, showed up. And uh, in the end, Spider-Man accidentally kills Crimson Dynamo. And then Wolverine and Spider-Man work together, and Wolverine kills Bora. And Spider-Man has resolved to, at this point, try and prevent Alex's death, even if they have to kill other people to do so. And at that point, they go to Nebo for training, and Peter's spider sense starts to expand as he actually has training for the first time in his life, mm-hmm. which is one of those weird things. Like, uh, remember before or after Spider Island where Spider-Man got trained by Iron Fist?
1: No, it wasn't. It was, uh, Shang-Chi.
0: Oh, that's right.
1: And it's, um, right before. Yeah. It's right before Spider-Island. Cause then Shang-Chi got his own three issue miniseries for the whole thing.
0: So did Cloak and Dagger, and that miniseries never really got resolved because Cloak and Dagger ended with their powers reversed because of Mr. Negative, yo.
1: Yeah, well they were still hanging around Mr. Negative. That kind of all got sorted out. in Dan Slott's newest yeah. run.
0: Oh, it finally did?
1: Yeah, they got re-reversed.
0: They got re reversed. Mm-hmm. And Alex and Peter start to have attraction for one another, partially because Alex looks like Gwen Stacy Classic Peter Parker. Thin, yeah Well, it's mostly she's a thin, attractive blonde And uh, Black Widow tried to stop him because like all the people who they were taking down was starting to threaten to re- uh, start the Cold War But uh, they weren't really able to do it, and because, like, nobody on that team was pocketing the money and they were all giving it up to charities, the Russians kept getting angrier and angrier. And at this point, Peter became very proactive and ruthless. They started removing information about uh, the three of them, Wolverine, Alex, and Spider-Man, which eventually led to the capture of Nebo, uh, as the three of them went to a base and Nebo was captured elsewhere. Uh, when they went to the base, they got ambushed, and when Spider-Man gets confronted by this man with swords who's ready to fight him, Spider-Man reveals that he now has wrist-mounted guns, and he just kills the man flat out. Which is a really powerful moment. Mm Mm-hmm. Because that's, like, when you've got that whole Spider-Man is actually gone here, he's no longer the innocent Peter Parker. Nope. And it turned out that uh, Spider-Man had called in S.H.I.E.L.D. knowing that they had Nebo. This got the Russians angry. And it turns out that Peter has set up this entire thing where he's going to sell Nebo to the Russians in exchange for them forgetting about Alex and basically leaving them alone. And Nebo's like, oh, well, you learned all the lessons I had to teach you, so congratulations. And Fury ends up telling them to... Keep in touch for work. And Peter asks the Black Widow to deliver a unaddressed letter to Mary Jane. And then they lead a takedown of the Black Ops world, theoretically making everything safer. Like, Which like was oh weird. yeah, without all these Yeah. Oh I'm like, sorry, no, I, I was... could see them doing what?
1: I was gonna say that actually wasn't the weird part. Would... More of the weird part was the hers his letter to Mary Jane.
0: Because oh, in the yeah. actual well, original thing, get... she he... already
1: knows that he's Spider-Man.
0: Yeah. Yeah, in the letter, he confessed that he was Spider-Man, but he has to leave her because he made a lot of enemies while keeping the world safe, and he just wants to keep her safe as well. Really, I think he just wanted to break up with her so he could get with Alex.
1: Probably. To me, I feel like she should have already known that they were broken up, because I felt like they were gone for several years.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: You would have thought she would have like, like uh, been like, hmm, pretty sure I've been dumped. Also, they are just friends at that point in time, too, in the comics.
0: Mm-hmm. Comics are weird, Devin. But, like, altogether, I really enjoyed the story.
1: Oh, no, it's a very good story. It's not very like... Very good, it... what if...
0: Once you understand it, it's it's very good. But, like, without, I think, the effective amount of setup that they could have used, like, even just a two-page summary, I think that it's weakened as a result.
1: Yeah, probably a little bit. But the what-ifs are probably more catering to the people who know what it is.
0: Well, uh, we can, for now, put this on Trials of the Multiverse, the list of which is currently at... 397 so this will be our 398th universe so uh how do you feel about this compared to hollywood spider-man i don't think it necessarily reached the dizzying heights of that
1: see i don't know i would actually say it does i would actually say it's better than hollywood spider-man
0: uh how do you feel about it compared to Thunderworld?
1: it's not as good as that
0: okay so then our new number 27 right above hollywood spider-man is earth 8351 Uh, Spider-Man Super, or Spider-Man Black Ops Agent. That sound good, Devin?
1: Yep, sounds good to me. Oh wait, sorry, what did you
0: name it? Uh, Spider-Man Black Ops Agent.
1: Actually, um, just go with um, Spider-Man Assassin. Because that is what he is known as for all the Spider-Verse stuff
0: yeah because that is where he eventually comes up so we'll we'll yes. get to that eventually
1: yes agree
0: and in the meantime we got question so regular great person in question asker and patreon backer xavier files asks so spider-man and wolverine are characters that shouldn't work as friends why do they in this one, I I wouldn't necessarily say that they're friends. I'd say that they have a similar goal. Yeah. And that uh, most part, Spider-Man is still getting on Wolverine's nerves every time that they team up. Mm-hmm. Just because of how different their personalities are. But the fact that they are opposing forces makes them work. Yes. Did you ever read the uh, Jason Aaron Astonishing Spider-Man and Wolverine?
1: yeah yeah that was a good that was a good book
0: yeah that is a good one i think we can actually cover that sometime but uh like that's a really good one and it's all about them not necessarily getting along together or being friends but they know how to work together and also dr doom literally turns himself into ego the living planet yes it's great comics are wonderful sometimes and uh, next week, we are going to be tackling Marvel 2099. Uh, so for those of you who have been super excited, we are doing a tampered down version of it. We are not covering all of 2099, mostly because life has been incredibly busy. We haven't had the time with the holidays and everything to weirdly like read a lot of the stuff in advance. So we're going to be doing a introductory... Recap of Marvel 2099 that leads into the first crossover. So, that is what we are tackling next week. Yep, yep, yep. hmm. Multiversal Q is a weekly podcast. Sometimes we will do bonus episodes or extra episodes. And in those cases, you can find out more about us at uh, Multiversal Q, where we commonly have image galleries like we will for this episode. Uh, I would also like to apologize for the sound quality on last week. We are working on getting a better solution for Devin, which it looks like not using the fancy microphone that I got him for Christmas may be the solution for the time being. Yes. Unfortunately. Uh, yeah. So if you'd like to uh, support us, which we definitely appreciate and it comes with all sorts of backgrounds, like we will link you to show notes. We will answer questions we will cover universes that you want if we aren't already planning on covering them uh and we also do bonus episodes for backers that are sort of like the old otherworldly conversations uh if you enjoy those sorts of things you can get in on that for as little as one dollar a month and we will definitely appreciate it uh i realize that i'm spending something like $60 a month for podcasting between Zencaster, the hosting, and uh, all the other stuff. So it gets expensive, not even factoring in research costs and picking up comics. So if you can spare a dollar, or even if you can't, I just appreciate that you take the time to listen to the podcast. Uh, If you can, please leave us a review online. Uh, we also may have a new contest coming out soon for actual prize question mark question mark question mark and uh, for everything else you can find out more at multiversoq.com and we also have twitter facebook mz and a bunch of other websites Devin, where can people find you online
1: you can find me online at Fredofit. that's f-r-e-d-d-o-f-e-t-t and luke where can people find you
0: you can find me online at at Coltrig, that's K-O-L-T-R-E-G or you can visit my website at LukeHair, L-U-K-E-H-E-R-R dot com Now until next week This one's for Hank Yeah, that, the Wolverine voice wasn't as good there It was not Tell Scott I made him a convertible No, no, I'm I'm not getting that right pitch I don't have like a Wet enough throat to do it properly. Tell Scott I made him a convertible. No, that's still not growly enough, is it?
1: It is not either, Luke.
0: It's me, the snick-snicked man. Rrr. Is that better? Yeah. It's me, the Wolverine! Wolverine claws! Rrr. I think that was it. Yes, that that was exactly That's that good Wolverine. Until next week, this one's for Hank!